Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. And welcome to episode 59. How are you, Dad? I'm all right. It's, uh, it's unusual, isn't it? Uh, having it Skyped. Yeah, we have. We're face to face and have been for the last, what, I don't know, sort of six, seven, eight weeks? Possibly, yeah. It's been a while, now, actually. Watching you on a computer screen, not <laughs> quite the same. It's not, is it? No, no. Never but, mind, mate. It's better, better, better that uh, they have one and not, than not have one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially as people are getting to rely on this podcast for their <laughs> morning coffees and yeah, fix. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, it's really great to hear all that. That's uh, it's really good. So um, we've got quite a lot to cover in this episode, and uh, yeah, some nice, exciting announcements and things to get on with. But. Yeah, um, Yes. So let's start off with just a quick mention about all these changes that have been happening. That I'm sure people have already noticed uh, on the website last time well, last week. I can't believe it was just last week. We were, I was telling people about all the changes that were happening. And I think by the time that that podcast went out and from the time that we recorded it, more happened. So it kind of like I contradicted what I was saying in the show, <laughs> I think, because right. I'd already changed it. So um, so anyway, obviously people will be seeing there's quite a lot happening. Uh, we're offering a free pastel pencil course, which I'm sure everyone's seen, and I know a lot of people have signed up for, which is the How to Draw Hair course. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that's a good one, though, isn't it, Steve? It's a very good one, and people have uh, have written to us and said that they're, they're enjoying it. And uh, some people have even started getting uh, a second bonus course. So I just wanted to mention that we've got a newsletter feature now that we're starting to send out. And I know a lot of people have been opting in on the website um, to get a newsletter and uh, to get the free course. And uh, there's if they do sign, if there's anyone that hasn't signed up for that and they do sign up for it, there may be a few extra bonuses that they might get too. So they might oh, be inclined, yeah. if you haven't already, opt in to get that free course. There might be something else in there for you. So uh, there's lots more of that coming. So uh, if you haven't signed up to the newsletter or signed up for a free course, do so because uh, there's going to be a lot coming your way. The other thing that uh, we mentioned last week is an option to leave a voice message on our website, and that's where we're going to properly kick off today. It's called a system called uh, SpeakPipe, and SpeakPipe is uh, is this voice messaging system, and we've had two voice messages. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to play the first one. The first one is from Mercer, and she's from Spain, and uh, let's play it. Hi, Colin. I'm Mercer. And I'm from Spain, and I would like to tell you that I love your videos, I love your podcast. Mm, I'm very sad sometimes because I don't understand all that you say, but mm, I don't mind. I, I enjoy your videos, and thank you so much for your, your time for us. And, okay, I only want to tell you thank you. Thank you so much, so much, and see you later. Bye. Well, how about that's that? That's lovely. That's, that's great, isn't it? That's lovely. Thank you and, so and much and for that. of course, they get the bonus, Steve, of, of hearing it on our podcast, which is even better, <laughs> you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, she's famous now. Mm-hmm. 
Lovely. Yeah, so, I mean, we didn't have any trouble understanding that message, but she said she's a bit sad that she can't completely understand everything that you say, but, you know, she's uh, she can speak it well enough, can't she? Speaking That's right. brilliantly. That's right. So, uh, yeah. no trouble there. But anyway, thanks for that. It's a lovely feedback, and uh, I'm sure you're chuffed to bits with that, Dad. I am. Very much so. I'm quite overwhelmed, Steve. Quite overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> so the next voice message we had is from Ray, and that came in just today, so uh, hot off the press. And Ray's got a question for you, Dad. All right. Hello, Colin. It's Ray Sullivan. Uh, just a short one. It's uh, regarding the um, hair painting, the brunette and the eyes. I was just wondering, do you have any information on doing the face, the colouring of the face, uh, unless that's coming out later? So uh, just wanted to let you know how uh, I wanted to progress with that. Thank you. Thanks, Ray, for that message. So, Dad, what's happening with that? Oh, yes. Well, I, I've got some exciting news there, Stephen. Um, we started off, the, when I started that picture, um, I started with the eyes. And I was only going to do the eyes to start with. And I thought, well, I don't know, we had people wanting the hair. So on that same picture, I thought, okay, I'll do the hair. And rather than do another picture, I decided to do it on that one. Mm. So I did the hair. And then uh, last week, I did the nose. Okay, so I did the the shape, how to shape a nose. And only yesterday, I finished the lips and the chin. So virtually, Steve, we've got a whole face there. Excellent. And uh, she's such an attractive lady. It's a shame, I've said this before, and I said it during the videos, it's a shame she's not real because I took every one of those that's been made up from another. (laughs) So she's got eyes from one, hair from another, nose from another, and lips from another. Blimey, you're like Frankenstein. (laughs) Yeah, Frankenstein, that's right. Well, it wasn't, it was only intended because I I found the best. I found the best eye I could find and then the best hair I could find. Uh, And the nose, I used that, uh, I like the shape of the nose. Uh, And uh, the lips, I... Again, I, I like that particular lip. So it's amazing, isn't it, how you can do that? Actually, you can make four well, pictures you know, put them all together. You know, if someone had started listening just 30 seconds ago, they would have thought you were a bit crazy. I know. <laughs> well, I am a bit, though. You have to be to be an artist, Steve. You have to be a little bit dilally. Anyway, the, 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 up, the upshot of it is for Ray here, which is coming back to the question, um, yes, you can, because eventually, I mean, it's going to take a little while because you you haven't got the nose and you haven't got the lips yet. That's all got to be edited out. Uh, but over a period of time, in the next course, sort of within the next, what, couple of months, would you say? Uh, well, it depends how quickly we can get it out. I yeah. would say uh, I would say a month, maybe, three or four weeks, okay. I think. Well, that won't be too long. Uh, well, um, what I've also got is the... Uh, I did it again. I did it today. In fact, I scanned a picture of the whole face, right. so I've got the whole face there for hair, eyes, nose. So what they can do is use the if they anybody who's interested contact me, and I can email them the face picture. Okay. On their on an email. Okay. I can send it as an attachment, so they can download that and then use it for. Um, all their references. Okay, great. Well, they'll get the uh, they'll get the reference picture when the footage goes up as well. So if you uh, if you want it in the meantime, then you can contact Dad Colin at bradbygallery.co.uk. Mm, mm. But we'll uh, we'll be putting it up there when the footage goes up. 
I think you won't you won't won't be able to do it until you've got all the information. Yeah. You know, you, until we've got all the videos done. But as I said, good news. Um, that yeah. picture is available to anybody who wants to use it. Excellent. It wasn't intended originally that way, but uh, why not use it that way? Oh, very good. Very good. So next week. Uh, we were going to have the bowl of cherries up on the uh, members' site, so members will get to give the bowl of cherries a go, as requested by one of our members. That's right. I should be very pleased with that. Yep, that's that. So moving on to some written questions. Yeah, no, sorry, sorry, Steve, to interrupt you. Um, I said she will be. It's not a she, it's a he. That was a noop. A noob. Oh, Sweden. yes. A noob did, yes. Yeah, he was the one that um, asked me for the bowl of cherry, so he's going to be delighted. He will be, yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, we, we like taking suggestions and, uh, you know, if anyone's got projects that they'd like to try or suggestions, if they uh, mm. if, if you think that they benefit all the other members, then we'll, you know, you will well, give them a go. Absolutely. That's the only criteria, uh, that it's got to be a universally, you know, we talked about this last we week. Did, we did, yeah. Yeah, we did. I yeah. refer to a crocodile. Did, um, yeah. You've got to have things that are, you know, universally acceptable. But that bowl of cherries was great. Yeah, so. it came out really well. So, moving on to some written feedback and questions here. Uh, first one is from Sunny. Hi, Colin. Just wanted to thank you for the fantastic instruction, videos, podcasts, etc. So glad I became a member. I am learning so much and quickly too. How can I send you pics of my pastel drawings? Ah, the very best way. I've had two or three people uh, asking this question, so this is for all of you. The very best way to do this is to put it on the Facebook page in the recent post by other artists section. You'll find it there. Um, If you put it on there and ask me, you've got to do this, you've got to ask me, for help and advice. If they want so, help and advice. If they don't want it, don't worry. Just you know, post just, it. just put it on. But I, I had to be asked. I mean, that's only fair. I, I, won't, um, I, I won't help unless they ask me. Yeah. But they might, all they've got to say is, Colin, I'm posting my picture of a uh, German Shepherd. Um, I'm not sure uh, that uh, I've got the eyes right or whatever. Can you help me with it? That's all they've got to do. Yeah. And I will do the best. The great thing about that, Steve, is that everybody gets the benefit of it. Yeah, yeah. So the Facebook page is facebook.com slash Colin1940. And, yeah, recent posts by others. Or I think it, it says, because we're admins, we see it slightly differently, but I think you, you it says at the top that they can just post a photo. Uh, oh, does, is it? But it, sorry. But it, will, yeah. but it will appear on... It appears, yeah. ...on the right-hand side. Well, we get a lot of them coming through, so... Daily, no yeah. One, no one has problems with them, do they? no. So, moving on, some great feedback here from Linda. Uh, Just a note to let you know that I absolutely love being a member. Do enjoy all sites within the website. I'm giving the lion a go for starters. Enjoy the podcast with my morning coffee and move on to other topics. Then the afternoon is spent with Colin and the lion. For me, it just doesn't get any better than this. Retired Uh, and happy, Linda. uh, Oh, it does. It does. It does, Linda. Oh, it does. You (laughs) you wait for what we've got lined up for you this year. It does get better. Ah, good, good. Yeah, it's, it's going to be very good, but it's nice to hear that, Linda. It's, great. it's lovely to hear that. And uh, I, I, I'm just picturing her now with a cup of coffee. <laughs> Listening to this. Thinking, really enjoying it. Yeah. That's great fun, though, isn't it? It's yeah. Great, it, it's, it's great fun, and it's lovely to have people feed, with feedback like that. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of questions here we've got from Stephen and um, another Stephen. And he says... 
Hi, Colin. For the beginner, can you comment on desk organisation, pencil sharpening, keeping your fingers clean between colour use and erasing mistakes? So, <laughs> firstly, desk, organi- desk organisation. Well, I'm probably the one of the most disorganised people there are. <laughs> but one of the great things about the passage for pencils, you don't need a lot of room. You've just got your pencils out, your paper or whatever you're drawing on, and that's basically it. You know, as long as you have handy, your rubber, and I get all these things out beforehand. Like I said, I'm not organised. I have to be like that. I I get the um, colour shaper there. I put my double-ended eraser. I've got my soft eraser. Um, Then I've also got my putty rubber at hand. So I've got all these things handy. So if you look at desk management, that's part of it all, getting it all there. It's important for me because I have to break off, you know, and have to stop the video if I get wrong. So I can't do it. It's not so bad for other people who've got um, all the time. Yeah. And uh, they're not, it's not so critical. But that's one of the most important things, I think, get, getting organized. The other things I do do before I do a picture, I usually go through the pencils and work out what I might need. I always over-apply. Uh, what I want, you know, I think, well, will I need that? Well, I might. And I, I, I include that in my range. Mm. And sometimes I have to break off and find another colour or two. But generally speaking, that's what I do. So that, from my, my point of view, desk management is getting prepared. That's a good point, actually, because if you've got 40, you know, or, or even 24, you know, or in some cases the 60 box or whatnot, mm. you you know, you can't just have the 60 box out necessarily. We could, but it might be easier to think, you know, the colours that you might need and things like that and mm. have them all laid out ready, you know. Mm. Well, in, in the case, of course, of our projects, all the pencils are worked out for them. So all they've got to do is get those pencils out mm. and they know that they're, you know, they're going to choose from one of them. Yeah, uh, it's only in the case where you, you you're doing your own picture that uh, you're going to have to think a little differently and um, work try to work out from experience what pencils you're going to need. Mm. So pencil sharpening, we've I think we've touched on this probably numerous times mm. on the show. Uh, there's a, a video on our YouTube channel, and uh, I think it's possibly no, it's not on our blog yet, but it's on the YouTube channel. Uh, how to sharpen the pastel pencil, and that mm. takes you through it um, as an example using a razor blade to get the sharp point. A razor blade, a Stanley knife, or a craft knife, better than pencil sharpeners. Pencil sharpeners tend to crack the pastel, yeah. as we've said many times before. And some people I know use an electric sharpener, and that's fine yeah. if it works for them. Yeah. Uh, but I find the blade better. So keeping your finger clean between colour use, that's an interesting thing. Well, uh, pastel pencils, fortunately, is a very clean medium. You don't usually get your fingers dirty unless you use your finger to smudge with. And that doesn't happen often during the uh, construction of a picture because I use the blender, the colour shaper for that. I very rarely touch. Sometimes I do. And if I do, then I do clean my fingers with... uh, just a cloth. No need to wet them, really, you know. Pastel comes off very easily with just an ordinary cloth if you've got one handy. Yeah. So um, erasing mistakes. A, that, well, that, that. that is uh, very easy with a pastel pencil. You, you, it, it rubs out brilliantly. 
So if you make a mistake, you can rub it out. Or if you don't want to completely rub it out, you use a party rubber uh, and just push it onto the uh, the area, affected area, and that relieves some of the pastel, doesn't take it all off. And, and the other thing you can do, sometimes you can work the pastel pencil and work out the mistake. Um, unless it's a really bad one, you know, got a bit muddy and that, then you'd have to take it off. Yeah, well, there's a video of you using the double-ended eraser and show you, you show, I think, the differences between the hard end and the soft end mm-hmm. on that video mm-hmm. and how you can actually, if you've made a really drastic mistake or an error, mm-hmm. how you can, mm-hmm. you can get out of it. Mm. The problem that, that uh, if you have a very dark, say you, you have a dark pupil in an eye that you've got all wrong and you think, well, I've got to rub this out, and you rub it out with the hard end of the eraser, you've got to then be careful because you're starting to take some of the paper off. Yeah. Therefore, it's going to weaken the paper and it takes the surface off the paper. You can do it, but you, you'd, only, you'd only be able to do that once. Mm. If you made a mistake again... You have got a problem. Yeah. So the soft rubbers are the better ones to use, but that won't take off something really, really severe, like black or very or sepia. So you have a, you know, it. It's possible, but experience tells you in the end, you know, what you do. Yeah. What you can do and what you can get away with. Mm. So we've had another message as well. We might as well include this from Stephen. Uh, he says, uh, I think this came on, um, maybe came in before the previous one. Hi, Colin. I have no art background, have never created any art. However, I have been learning calligraphy over the past year. I mostly send letters to friends and it startles them, ta- startles them to actually receive a letter in the mail. Recently, I had have been adding small pastel borders to my letters simple flowers, gardens, water lilies, etc. These are very good. But I do enjoy them, and I believe over time my letters will be even better. Would subscribing to your service help a person like myself, or do you need a background in art to get value? If getting a few basics make more sense, would you be able to recommend an online resource to me? Oh, no, we're the perfect online resource. You don't have to go anywhere. We, we cater for the absolute beginner, as you know, and as I'm sure... Hundreds of people out there will testify to us. Um, pastel pencils is an easy medium. You can you can pick it up and you can immediately start using it. You don't have any water to worry about, mixing of colours, anything like that to worry about. You can go straight in with it. And all the the best uh, advice I can give really is to go to the beginners packs. If you, you want to start off doing some packs of ours, start off with the beginner's packs. As far as doing little flowers and little shrubs and things, uh, that yes, I mean, that's absolutely fine. Any problem you've got really with pastel is it's smudgeable. And uh, I'm just concerned a little bit that if you put it round a letter, someone's going to get hold of it with their finger and suddenly you've got no flower. You've got a sponge flower. It's the yeah. only problem I can see. And in a situation like that, maybe mm, you'd have to try it to see. I know people do uh, actually do their own cards and send cards out that uh, have got original pastel on them. And I suppose if you tell people that that is an original pastel picture, please don't touch it, no, they wouldn't. Well, you could uh, you could do the picture and scan it into your computer and then print that out and do the... Absolutely. Write the letter on that. Absolutely, you could do that, yes. That's another very good way of doing it, yeah. So you're kind yeah. of using it as a template, possibly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Good good thinking. 
So, good. Excellent. Okay. Well, moving on then. Uh, ben has written on our Facebook. I think he commented on one of our Facebook posts on the blog to do with Carpofello pencils. I started with Carpofello at age 11 doing art classes. When I found Colin's website at age 30, after not having used pastels in at least 15 years, I purchased a new full set of Carpofellos, but then also purchased the pit pastels as Colin suggested. I definitely prefer the pit pastels for all reasons Colin mentioned. Perhaps I'll try doing some painting in both pit and Carpofello and compare mm. the results. Absolutely. They, that, that's exactly, that's ideal, that is. Carbothello are softer than the um, Faber-Castell. Consequently, we had problems like not being able to sharpen them properly, as well as uh, we do with the Faber. And um, the pigmentation of Faber is stronger in most cases. You know, the whites and the blacks are stronger. Uh, but Using them together is absolutely great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I recommend that. After all, it, it increases your colour range, doesn't it, quite considerably? Yeah, 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 definitely. So I think it's a good idea. The only ones I would watch is the Derwent ones, you know. Although you can use Derwent with uh, Faber-Castell and with Carbothello, you can you can mix them all together. They, mm. they mix well. But Derwent just do not respond too well. Mm. to being worked over or worked with, you know, they're sharp uh, they as are, well. Uh, they're even softer than Carbatello. Yeah. Okay, so last one here from Claudia. I, I have a quick question for you. I just completed the white horse following your tutorial and I think it looks good enough. I know that you don't advise spraying the pastel pencil paintings with a fixative as your concern is that it will make the drawings look dull. I then put the drawing in an art portfolio, but when I took it out again, I saw that quite a bit of pastel was left on the page cover. I'm afraid with a little time it will really smudge. Should I try to spray it? What is your advice? I might frame it eventually, but not at the moment. Thank you so much and thank you for your wonderful tutorials. You are an amazing mm. teacher. Oh. oh, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Um, Right, well, there's several points uh, that I would raise there. When you start off with the pastel pencils, you tend to be quite light with them. You don't tend to, because you're a bit worried about pushing and pressing too hard. As you go on, you find that you're, you're pressing harder. If you were to use it the way I do it, I really punish them. Therefore, the pastel sinks in and adheres to the paper better than someone using it for the first time would be much lighter. Mm. So therefore, it's more likely, the, the pastel is more likely to transfer itself to another thing, either cartridge paper or uh, food bag or wherever you put it, or tissue paper even people use in between. So that's the first point I would make. The second point is fixing is detrimental to a pastel painting. There's no question about that. And if, you, if you've got no option then do it, but be prepared, the fact that it will dull it down. The only thing I would say about that is that you can spray it. Perfix fixative, by, made by Dana Rowney, is a good one to use. And if you were to spray it with that, it would go dull. Uh, no, no, especially a white horse would, because you're using it's a lot of white. But what you could do when you decided to frame it is you could revitalize it in other words go over that picture again bringing out a little bit of light it's a little bit counterproductive i, I mean it's it, it seems why would you do that but if there's no option then that's what you've got to do 
Yeah. But if there is a better way of doing it, then do it that way. As far as I'm concerned, as you know, I've got uh, got pictures going back or well, 15, 15 or so years, ones that I've, I've kept for references and so on, uh, because I tend not to sell my work. I will hang on to it. And they're all stacked on top of each other. And when I get them out, the, there's virtually no transfer at all. That's amazing, isn't it? That's mm. amazing. Cause you've got... They look as fresh as the day they were done. So that, that's just, it's just a thought that you've got to, you, you can spray and, you know, there are fixatives out there to use, but I would be very wary about it. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good advice there, Dad. So uh, that's it then for feedback and questions for this week. If you've got uh, a feedback or question, then uh, send them through to dad, colin at bradleygallery.co.uk. Or if you want to be uh, list, if you want to be played on the podcast, then you can leave your voice messages by uh, clicking on the send voice message button, which is on the uh, any page of our website, bar the homepage. Uh, colinbradleyart.co.uk you'll see the little tab on the right hand side of your screen saying send voice message and it uses your microphone to do that so uh, yes there we go the other thing I wanted to mention quickly is we've started a newsletter for our art store Um, so if you want to get special offers from the store sent to your inbox then you can sign up by going to our website uh, our art store colinbradleyartstore.co.uk and on the right hand side um, if you're on the homepage, it's at the bottom, but if you're on the shop, it's on the right-hand side. And you can enter your email address and get special offers sent straight to your inbox. wanted to mention that one too. That's great. That's great, Steve. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'd love people, more people to use the voice. That, that was really impressive, that was. It's good, isn't it? Uh, the yeah. voice message, that really was. It's lovely to hear what people sound like. You, know, you, you talk to them through an email but uh, through the written word, but it's nice to hear voices yeah. and put them, put them on to uh, <clears throat> more, more please, folks. Yes, more please. <laughs> okay, well, we'll be back next week then with some more questions and more feedback. I will probably still be here, actually, because I've got quite a lot going on at the moment, so I don't think I'll be back next week. We may be doing another Skype video call. How's your rehearsals going? I didn't ask you today. Oh, it's all right. Yes, they're they're going all right. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're off on tour with a with two plays, and we've, we're rehearsing uh, this week and next week, and then we're off to Buxton, which is sort so of what, what, what venue is that in Buxton, Steve? It's the Buxton Opera House. So it's because really... I just wondered if anybody's up your way. I'm sure there must be <laughs> up your way. They can pop in and see you, and you wouldn't mind having a chat, would you? Of course you not. Know, no, I'm no. So and so from so and so. You know, nice to see you here. You on the podcast <laughs> and so. <laughs> I like the play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they would. Oh well, yeah, we're doing the Buxton nice Opera House. I think. Yeah, we're we're doing Buxton Opera House. I think on the twelfth of March. No, no, February. Sorry, yes, not March. We are in March, but that's Guildford, and it's a double whammy of George Bernard Shaw, Man of Destiny, and the Fascinating Foundling. So, Great! There you go. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it when it comes. When it when you come down to Broadstairs, when we yeah, yeah coming, we'll be coming your, down. Your next leg of your tour. Yeah, we'll be coming down to Broadstairs. You get to see it. So good. Anyway, um, that's it then for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Steve Bradley, and I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.
as we, as we were not synchronised here, did we tell you that at the same time? I think we or did. Or was there a slight delay, Steve? I, I don't know. I went in. I just went for it. I kind of just trusted that we would get that then. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll play that back. 